school's in session. This is Recruiting Daily's Sourcing School Podcast. Real talk about recruiting, sourcing, and <clears throat> cyber sleuthing. Hot takes on sourcing tools, recruiting tech, and anything we want to talk about with no filter. It's time to level up and put your sourcing pants on. Here's your dudes, Ryan Leary and Brian Fink. What works better for agency recruiters, niche or general recruiting? Yeah, you know, Ryan, that's something that I I get hit up with a lot in Atlanta, especially when you've got a lot of uh, entrepreneurs who are kind of going out on their own for the first time saying, um, I want to start my own agency. And I really want to, I want to stress that I think it's important to serve your clients and to serve them best. Serving them best is not trying to serve solve or serve all their needs at once. Like if you're a technology recruiting firm, stay a technology recruiting firm. Don't go try to recruit accountants. There's one, you're not going to deliver, uh, you're not going to deliver a really good candidate experience because you're really kind of, uh, serving multiple masters you're having a conversation with somebody about uh, technology and then the next minute you're having a conversation with somebody about accounting and finance and that doesn't make a lot of sense Um, i would actually suggest that you go further down that specialization route so that you can really become that go-to or that or that known influencer in in that area that space like for instance you look at um you look at tailored recruiting uh, here in Atlanta, they recruit specifically for Salesforce and in the Salesforce ecosystem, right? So they're looking for Salesforce developers, Salesforce admins. They understand that area. They're not just an agency that says, hey, we recruit for technologists. They're saying, if you've got a need, that's specifically what we're going to look for. Or if you take a look at like, like an Elevate, another company here in Atlanta that I'm uh, that I'm, I'm proud of is that they really focus on the SDLC and they look for software developers and engineers. And that's really where their strong suit is. They also have done pretty well when it comes to finding uh, managers and uh, and uh, software development leaders. Um, but they've gotten that reputation in that niche. And that reputation also carries through with the candidate. Um, and then finally, you know, I would say, uh, I, w- I would say that if you've got the opportunity to really build or broaden your business, make sure, like if you want to, like Ryan, if you're like, you've got a client who says, well, we really want you to do sales recruiting for us. Um, and you've done their technology recruiting for them. Make sure that the processes that you have in place, if you're going to do this, that they're repeatable, that you can deliver that same degree of service. If you can deliver that same degree of know-how, mm-hmm. um, to, uh, to them, or you're going to end up you know, wasting your time, which you will never get back. Um, don't worry about the the money spent because the money wasn't ever earned because you're probably doing this in a contingency setting, but you're also going to damage that relationship with your, um, with your, with your client. There's a lot of power in the phrase no, or in the word no is when you tell somebody no, it's, you know, it's an exclusionary term. It's telling somebody what you won't do. You've always got the responsibility though, to say, look, I'm not the right accounting and finance recruiter for you, but I can introduce you to somebody else and and really be that trusted advisor that wants to see their business grow. That's that's just my take on it. So you are on the niche side, get rich with the niche, as you like to say. I, I say get rich in a niche. Like if I, were, niche. if I were to leave, leave corporate recruiting tomorrow, I would still be working on developers, software engineers, mm-hmm. front-end, back-end engineers. That would be the space that I would be in. Okay, so let's talk on the, on the other side there. So general recruiters. 
mm-hmm. in an agency situation, what are some challenges they're going to face? I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume there's people they're listening. Spread, they're going to get spread out on, on different roles. Is yeah. that I would say like, you know, um, there's a young lady named Stephanie who works for um, young lady, Stephanie that I worked with here in Atlanta. She works for um, visionary partners and okay. Stephanie is one of the best recruiters for front end developers. I don't know if she ever touches back end engineers, but she speaks so well to the technology that takes place on the front end and the candidates that she serves up and the people that she has relationships with. She really has fostered uh, a good environment and a great reputation, not only for herself in that space, but also Mm -hmm. for visionaire, right? So she's not going to be the person that confuses you and calls you about back end role. She's going to specifically have conversations with you about what's taking place on the front end, what's evolving on the front end, things of that nature. Another person that I would point to is I'd say, I look at a guy like Anthony Cedeno, who's at Relatech. Is that Anthony um, is the LeBron James of cloud? Um, that's I think that's his that's name on on LinkedIn. Is he's the LeBron James? Uh, LeBron of James of cloud recruiting is um, he really knows the AWS space and he can recruit in DevOps space as long mm-hmm. as it's AWS. I mean, this guy even has his AWS certifications, right? That's taking it to the extreme. For him to change his stripes and to work on that Salesforce role that I told you Taylor is working on, Not it doesn't make any sense. It's a waste of time for Anthony. Right. Um, it's a waste of, of a resource. He's a good recruiter. He can recruit on multiple things. Yeah. But I'm really saying specialize, specialize, specialize. Um, be a Rich Rosen. Be one of those guys who mm-hmm. really gets to know your area, your market, how it's moving, why it's moving, when it's moving, the way that it's moving. So what do you say to an agency recruiter or to a, let's just say not an agency. Let's say there's someone starting their own agency. Sure. And they're feeling the pain, right? They got to make a placement. They need to make a placement. They need to keep the lights on. How do they say no? I didn't. You didn't? I didn't. Is that when I had, <laughs> when I had, when I had my own agency, um, you know, funny story is that when we started, we were recruiting um, in hospitality yeah. and I'm going to go against what I just said, and you're going to be like, dude, that guy's a hypocrite. He's a hypocrite. Is that we um, we had one client who mm-hmm. we were recruiting restaurant managers for, and they were like, hey, can you recruit some SEO or SEM people for us? Sure. And we were like, this is marketing. We don't really touch it, but you've given us like 40 racks that we're working on. Sure, we'll take a stab at it. We actually pivoted from working on restaurant managers to working on all of their tech roles and then went from being a restaurant management recruiting firm to focusing explicitly on finding talent for high growth technology firms. And we did that pivot within like six months. So we let the market kind of decide where it was for the best place for us to spend our time and for, Mm -hmm. for us to kind of grow our revenues, right? Restaurant managers that kept the lights on for a little while, but dude, when we started playing placing that SEO, that first SEO manager, mm. boom, it was party time. It was pizza iPhones and uh and you know me, Ryan, you know everything <laughs> yeah, else that yeah. went along with that. So yeah. um, you know, right. Polos, pop collars, and what have you. Um if you let the market decide and you follow the market, you're gonna have one string of success, right? 
But what I'm trying to tell you, and don't go into the market saying everybody and their mother is going to recruit for restaurant managers like, mm-hmm. or, or is going to want our service. Um, kind of feel it out. Take those first six months to really determine what the market's telling you that they're looking, the market's looking for right. and kind of get baked into that. So let me ask you this then. On the, on the flip side to that, you're niching down for whatever the niche is. Yeah, it, we went double down on, on, that, on that part of it. Sure. Right. So, so pick a niche, whatever it is. How do you, if you're if you're stepping into a niche and you're not a you're you're not a front end uh, recruiter or back end recruiter, but you're just stepping in, you're learning it. How do you get job recs out of this? How do you become that trusted authority and actually get to work on jobs? Um, I think that there are, I think there are a number of different ways that you can that you can work on that job. Like so, if you're in an so, are you asking me how I get the job order? Or yeah, asking- how does somebody if they're niching down right? Say I'm a generalist recruiter. And I could work on 50 different jobs that are available. I could start picking them out, finding people, placing them, trying to place them, whatever I'm doing. If I'm niching down, how do I become a trusted advisor over time, of course, but how do I become a trusted advisor for that when So wait, the fastest, the fastest way to do it is to level up as quickly as possible. So Jason Mm -hmm. Singer, one of my mentors has his subject line, trade a dollar, get a dollar, trade an idea, get two ideas Mm -hmm. is that what you should be doing is, and you anybody can do this at scale now, especially because of LinkedIn Mm -hmm. is that you should be reaching out to CIOs, CTOs of companies of all different sizes and saying, Hey, I just want to pick your brain, go to coffee and I mean, uh, grab a cup of coffee, pick your brain and figure out where the market is. That's part one. Um, mm-hmm. especially if you're starting off that way, you can gain a lot of, you can gain a lot of inside information with people who've been doing this for 10, 15, 20 years, and you can level up that much faster, that much quicker as opposed to, and I'm, I'm not saying don't do this, but as opposed to going to a meetup, unless the meetup hosts a really good speaker, like for instance, if you wanted to go to a cloud services meetup, there are a lot of strong cloud AWS people here in Atlanta. You might not want to go to that meetup because you're wanting to specialize in Google cloud. So you want to look for those Google cloud speakers who are going to be at those meetups where you can get five minutes just to their time to learn a little bit more from them. Right. So um, I would use, reaching out to CIOs, CTOs, uh, directors, having those high-level conversations, and reaching out to uh, those meetups and uh, offering to buy some people some pizza so you can learn a little bit more about the business. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com.